This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Good afternoon, Melbourne, and welcome to the Escape Pod on Joy 94.9 FM. That was U2's Unforgettable Fire, which we're going to play for you again shortly. I don't know what happened to Jamiroquai today. He's obviously travelling somewhere. It is a, I won't even say a gorgeous 13 degrees out there. Would you say that, Joe? Mark, what on earth has been happening in the studio? I leave it for not even 30 seconds and mayhem breaks out. What have you got Bono on for? Goodness sake, that man's got more press coverage than anyone knows what to do with. What are we doing? I don't know. You're wearing yellow glasses and that's freaking me out. (laughs) (laughs) The main thing is it's one minute past two. You're on the escape pod. Enjoy 94.9. We're all fabulous. Definitely. That's a tick. My name's Russ Marston. You're Joe Pryor. We've we've got got the lovely Corrie. That's it. Hi, Hi. Corrie. Hi, everyone. And of course, we've got the silent Gibson who doesn't have a... Our mascot. Well, I can hear him breathing sometimes. Yeah, or snoring. Or snoring. Yeah. Here's what a chow week. Chow. What a week it's, it's been, been. It's been a huge week. We Certainly, first of all, I, I think we have to um, pay homage to all of our air cabin crew out there that relentlessly, regardless of what else is going on in the world, show us how to safely evacuate from the flying capsule known as an aeroplane. It's called jump and slide. And how important is it to jump and slide without your stilettos on? That's right, that's right. I was talking to my mother about this last night and she said she wouldn't be able to jump and slide because she would be too afraid that everyone would jump on top of her as she was getting True. to the bottom of the yeah. slide. but um, She'd be helped. She would be helped. But yes, Emirates, congratulations on a perfect, yep. a perfect emergency landing. Just not quite so perfect, unfortunately, for the firefighter who, who did die no. in fighting the fire. Ooh. Did you see the um, the skeleton of the plane after it had all burnt out? It was terrible, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that was from the fuel. So that, um, but uh, the, the all of the um, the passengers had nothing but praise for the um, for the crew. So, you know, when you're up there in those little metal cylinders, they do know what they're doing. Follow those instructions. Jump and slide. That's it. Has anything bad ever happened to anyone while traveling like that? Like a malfunction of any sort? I was on a BA flight once, and the. Gas, gas masks. The oxygen masks oh, came yeah. out of the ceiling oh, wow. and the computer was screaming out, this is not a drill. This wow. is not a drill. And that was pretty nerve-wracking. Well, yeah. yeah. And everything was okay, though. Oh. But we all put our masks on and we were all sitting there thinking, goodness gracious, goodness gracious. But the staff were good then. They, you know, they said, put your masks on. I didn't worry I like about them. my child first. No. I had a long time ago, we were coming into land, I think to Sydney, it was on a domestic flight from Melbourne, and we were just coming into to land, and all of a sudden we basically went ballistic and went back up again, because mm. there was a air traffic control issue. Wow. But I think, and the only thing that I've ever had happen was someone died on a plane, and we had to uh, reroute. That <laughs> That's the only thing. Yeah, we, yes. we were going across the, um, we got out over across, I think, the Irish Sea, and then we had to reroute and actually land in Dublin because we we simply couldn't go back to Heathrow. Mm. There was just no way we could get a landing slot. And this poor guy back in row 10 or whatever, his heart had stopped. And oh, wow. 
Yeah. But the person who was in row one was a footballer. And we were told that we were not to get off the plane and we were not to use our mobile mobile phones because they had to refuel because we'd burnt so much fuel so that we could, in fact, land safely. Mm -hmm. Um, And this person didn't think he had to do that. So he was talking on his mobile phone and he was taken off the plane. Okay. So he didn't make it to Milan. (laughs) 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 He was was left in Dublin. He wasn't even where he should have been. (laughs) So that goes. To You've got show. to watch it, don't you? Yeah, you know, just just look. Do as you're told. Exactly. It's the one. Place, it's it's like doing a yoga class. Yeah. Just put your head somewhere else and just do what you're told. Exactly. You know, you don't want to be taken off. Mm-mm. It has happened. Now, speaking of aeroplanes, I feel as a travel agent, I need to tell all of our listeners about a bargain. All right. Now, there's a so huge so bargain. So don't, don't wait until Russ's rant. No, it's I can't become, wait for the rant. Okay, it's Russ's bargain Because basement. it's ticking away as we speak. Thai okay. Airways Thai Airways have got airfares on sale until midnight tomorrow night right, okay. to Europe. For eleven ninety nine, can you believe it? Right, and what are the restrictions? No restrictions, just got to have seats available, and it's valid for travel from now until uh, thirty one May next year. Wow! And um, so places like London, Copenhagen, um, Paris. Paris, Rome, you know, yeah. eleven ninety nine. Wow! And that's um, coach. It is coach. Yep. What are the business class seats like? Uh, the business class fare uh, is is a quite a bit more, like several thousand dollars more. But I did do um, a research on a business class fare this week in Air New Zealand. Oh, they're they're hitting the market yeah, big time, yeah, aren't they? Huge to the Americas. So we're talking about L.A., San Francisco, Houston, oh. Buenos Aires. Oh, um, forty two hundred return. Whoa! I know. That's I know. that's insane. That's a lot. Forty two. Business class, class That means you turn left, Corrie. Well, left instead of right. Curry. I have to save my money. You need to travel with Joe and I. You haven't got it right yet, doll. I've adult. never even... <laughs> I've only walked through the first class. You're young. Yeah. Plenty of time. Wait, 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 wait until you've got one bone that aches and creaks. <laughs> All the time. And you, you'll be with us. But we're not here to talk about planes for the rest of the day, are we? Well, speaking of aches and pains... We need to talk about riding a bike. We need to start, talk about fitness in travel and one of the best ways to stay fit in travel is to travel on a bike it is it is we're going to go and it's fun it is cory you're right yeah. we're going to go it. biking around well, you guys have to prove it to me because yeah. bikes and tents uh, i'm a bit concerned oh well you have to always watch for the door especially in the city um uh, that's a little bit scary when they suddenly open the door i get intimidated but it's well, healthy, I think yeah. we can good. we can introduce our guest, can't we? Indeed, we have got Mr. Darren Allen on the line from uh, the Bicycle Network. I was I was about to say Bicycle Victoria, but that is oh so eighties. I know, <laughs> Darren. Good afternoon and welcome to the Escape Pod. Oh, hi! Thanks for having me. Hey, look, and you're not the only person who remembers this as Bicycle Victoria. So. Yeah. That's um, that's quite all right. After 35 years as Bicycle Victoria, um, we've only been five years at Bicycle Network. What what prompted the name change, actually, Darren? I've got to ask. Oh, it, it's a national organisation now, so um, we, we do a lot of programs like uh, ride to work, ride to school, things that are a national programs. So we're still very much um, that Victorian was based. Victoria taking over stuff. the nation is that what it is? World domination? Oh, definitely, definitely leading the way in uh, in bikes, bike infrastructure, and bike events. There's no doubt. 
Well, that, that, that's great to hear. Now, just in case everybody hasn't got their head around it, you, you better tell everybody what the great Victorian bike ride is and a bit of its legacy because Corrie's sitting here going, I don't know what you're talking about. Start from the beginning, please. Oh, wow. Well, I don't know how long you've got, but I'll, I'll, I'll give you <laughs> I reckon, the very best of the great Vic. So for, uh, for 35 years, over 100,000 people have participated in this great event. So it's, it's a nine-day uh, riding holiday. Uh, it's an adventure, without a doubt. So every day um, you jump on your bike, travel somewhere between 60, 70, 80 k's a day between uh, towns. Go to all these wonderful places. And we take care of everything for you in between the campsites. So all you've got to worry about is just pedalling along victorious, beautiful countryside with about 4,000 of your closest personal friends. <laughs> and we have everything set up for you at the next campsite, uh, which includes uh, all the stuff you need, like food and water and all that boring stuff. But we've also got lots of good stuff like entertainment, outdoor cinemas, um, um, bands, all sorts of great stuff. So every night, it's pretty much uh, a rolling bike festival that goes from town to town to town uh, towards the end of the year. Been doing it for many, many years. As I say, we usually have around about three, four thousand participants every time. So it's a hell of a lot of fun. But um, Darren, it is a different itinerary every year, isn't it? Yeah, every year we go somewhere different. This is my sixth with Bicycle Network. Um, and we've been all over Victoria in just the time I've been uh, with the guys. But this year we're taking in uh, the Grampians all the way down to the Great Ocean Road and cruising along the Great Ocean Road to come home, which is arguably one of the best we've ever done. And is it okay to outsource some of the legs of the race? (laughs) (laughs) um... There's plenty of people that come, come along in a tandem perhaps. You can tell you can tell Darren that Joe Joe is still a bit skeptical about riding this far by bike. Well, <laughs> I, oh, look, I'd get one of those. All day. I'd get one of those go cycles that's got some electric power. Well, you can bring an e-bike along if you like. That's all right. We can we can handle that on the Great Dick. So if you did want to bring along a, a, an electric assist bike, we can handle that. But I can assure you, with very little fitness and not a hell of a lot of training. You can come along on the event and have a really great time. You'd be amazed at how far you can ride and have fun. I, I don't. I don't have a problem with the the training for the bike. I've got a problem with the training for the tents. <laughs> well, there's a couple of different options there. Most people are happy to, to to stay in their tents, but there are. You can get hotel rooms along the way as well if you did want to glamp it. Um, there's plenty of glamping along the way rather than just straight up camping. So you can. Uh, or you can have a pre-erected tent put up for you so you don't have to do it yourself. So there are options, but uh, most people are pretty happy to just uh, climb in the tent at the end of the day and uh, 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 call it a day after a big day on the bike and, um, as I say, plenty of beers and bands and good times uh, in the evening. Sounds like a lot of fun now. Now, Darren, do you need to be a, um, an experienced rider or can novices join? And, 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 and um, uh, what, what should they do to prepare for such a fantastic event? Oh, look, probably uh, absolutely anyone can do it. We have we have kids as young as seven or eight that are able to ride it under their own steam, and this uh, Shirley's been riding it for years, and she's well into her 80s. So there's certainly no uh, restrictions or anyone that can't do it. A little bit of training, probably an hour or two a week um, to start off with, ramping up to sort of, you know, being able to comfortably ride 30 or 40 k's. Um, it really doesn't take a hell of a lot of training. Um 
one of the best things to do is probably just go on to another uh, event and get used to riding with bunches of people. That's probably yeah. the thing that most people um, uh, need a little bit of help with is, you know, riding in bunches and things like that. But it's a great Vic, so it's nice and cruisy. It's, there's no race. There's no prize for getting there first. Most people just take their time, stop at the pubs along the way, <laughs> uh, stop at the, the towns along the way, and uh, it's a pretty cruisy ride. So there are some people you've just got to casually remind that it's not the Sun Tour. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a yeah, this is, is a leisure event. There's, there's always some guys that turn <laughs> up at the next campsite at nine in the morning, and you go, guys, you missed all the good stuff. You're just going to be sitting around waiting for us to build a site now. But that's right. So, anyway. so as a um, uh, a person who loves travelling, okay, so you've you, you're, you've got my attention, and um, you know, it sounds like a great way to see some of our state. Um, what what criteria is involved in, in in choosing the route? So it sounds this sounds beautiful. This route, I mean, you're going through the Grampians and um, and the Great Ocean Road, so it's going to tick a lot of boxes for people. Oh, yeah, look, and you pretty much know how to there. We, we look at what, what are the best spots in Victoria to travel to and then finding those quaint little towns along the way that most people don't get the opportunity to stop or experience. But when you're on a bike, you're going that much slower that you actually can stop in these towns and have a have a look around. So we, we put in the, the, the big draw cards. There's all like, you know, say, Grant in Strat Ocean Road. But there's going to be some pretty um, quaint little towns along the way. They're going to be fantastic to drop into, like... More like Don, uh, Duncal, um camping at the Twelve Apostles. Uh, that's never been done before. Is that because uh, it's windy? Like... <laughs> <laughs> I hate to oh, mention no, the but... obvious, but it'd be like camping in oh, Chicago. No, we've organised. We've organised it for it to be a still day, so it should be fine. Don't but, worry. Uh, yeah, don't... Look, it, it, there, there is a good chance it will be windy there, but it will be a once in a lifetime experience, no doubt. Don't worry, Darren. Between you and I, Joe's going to bring up all the negatives, but I think we can bring up all the positives. You and I, all right? Well, that's obviously where <laughs> you get rid of your tent, isn't it? That's right. You <laughs> if you can find her a five star hotel and a and, and a motorbike, she might be in it. But anyway, you and I will go, all right? <laughs> <laughs> um, Corey, hey, yeah, look, so I guess yeah, that's the thing. So when we when we go to actually select the route, we look at what what are the great tourism draw cards, Victoria, and then try to tie it together with those little hidden gems that you just wouldn't normally discover along the way. And I think that's one of the things that people find most attractive about the ride is going, wow, I had no idea this was this great little antiquing town that they'd never heard of that they were able to have a look around and discover and maybe come back again another day. Sounds great, Darren. Look, we've got to go to a station break. Um, I think our, um, our our newest escape pub member, Corrie, will, who's from America, believe it or not, would love to ask you some questions about, about the route because she'd love to see Country Victoria. So we'll be back with you in just a moment. Fantastic. Thank you. The escape pod has landed. Thanks to Joy Sponsor, The Cullen, an Art Series Hotel. Book now at artserieshotels.com.au. Are you looking for a furry little friend to claw their way into your life? Meow. Why not visit Robin's Nest Animal Rescue and introduce yourself to Benson, Newman, Gracie and all the other furry friends in need of a warm and loving home or even just a friendly visit. At Robin's Nest Animal Rescue, the dedicated volunteers will walk you through the adoption and volunteer process and be there to answer all your questions. For furry details, please contact Megan on 0478 260 267.
Joy 94.9 in the escape pod. This is Joe Pryor and Russ Masterton and Corey Lynch. Hi, I'm American. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should I say that every time I speak? You can, you can. You definitely can. They'll figure Absolutely. it out. And we've got Darren Allen from mm. the Great Victorian Bike Ride. Oh, the RACV, Great Victorian Bike Ride. Now, that would, of course, was Blondie with Atomic. That was our... Our song there from Russ. Another gorgeous American. Now, um, Cara, you had some questions for Darren. Yeah, I thought, Darren, while I have you here, I was going to ask you, since I'm going to be in the bike buying business, I mean the bike buying market, which brand should I be looking for? Just a road bike. Oh, look, there's plenty of good ones out at the moment. Um, I would personally recommend a, a Giant or a Specialized. A Giant? Um, I've had both of those. Yep. Okay. Um, I've had both of those bikes, and I think they're they're fantastic. I guess it depends how uh, how deep your pockets are. Right. Um, you can you can spend as little as five hundred dollars on a nice bike, or you can spend twenty thousand dollars on a nice 20, bike. Twenty thousand? Oh, that's not me. But I'll. That I... is certainly not me either. <laughs> can you hire a bike for the event? Yes. Most definitely, not through us, but um, yeah, most definitely can. There's plenty of good places in Melbourne who will um, who will hire you a um, a great bike um, that'll be suitable for the great big. Um, All right. There's, yeah, as I say, just a, a quick Google search will be able to find something that uh, rent a uh, bike would be suitable. And then yeah, and then did you just want to tell us the website so I can link it to the description so we know where to sign up? Yeah, sure. So it's um, greatvic.com.au um, is the is the best way to. Um, get involved with the event, and you can choose the three, five, or nine-day nine option, and all the other um, variables you can add to the um, to the ride, the transport, and as I said, the the luxurious or luxury accommodation packages that go with it as well. I like the luxury accommodation package because that gives you a private bike mechanic. It does. So the the folks at All Trails have been with us since day one on the Great Vic, and they uh, come along with us when we're doing part of the planning and help us uh, uh, so that those guys are able to provide their services, be able to um, 
book out hotels and things like that so that uh, people who do want to be involved with the ride but aren't that into camping um, can come along um, and for a few extra bucks they can uh, still enjoy the event but also the comforts of home. So, Darren, you've um, obviously done the um, Great Vic many times. What was one of your most memorable rides? Just to give our, our oh. listeners a um, a little bit of um, what it what it takes to enjoy such a, a great event. Oh, look, without a doubt, Great Ocean Road is a huge draw card, and every every time we go there, um, we see our our our, um, our our riders just love it because it's one of those things that. Under any other circumstance, there's no way you would take on riding along the Great Ocean Road unless you had someone like us who's able to provide the traffic management support. So we're able to close the roads with the police and divert traffic so that for a few hours um, you can enjoy something like the Great Ocean Road um, to yourself. And that, that's, that's that kind of once-in-a-lifetime experience because anyone that's tried to ride down there on the weekend, um, it's pretty nerve-wracking um, with, the, with the cars and buses and... Uh, the roads aren't really set up very well to support uh, mass bikes, so we're, we're lucky enough that we're able to close the roads for a couple of hours. So I would say last time we went down the Great Ocean Road, so that was 2013, that was one of my most memorable. And um, also uh, northeast Victoria, like I love it up in the high country, and I reckon uh, one of the best rides we ever had was um, uh, heading into Bright one day um, up over Twonga Gap which is a, a tough little climb, but it's well worth it because when you get up the top there and you're able to look out over all of uh, Victoria's high country. So, uh, yeah, I reckon that, that would be my top two, um, uh, definitely. Bright and uh, Great Ocean Road. And tell me, Darren, how do people actually make their way to Halls Gap? What, because I'm just trying to think, is, do, we don't, do we have any trains from regional Victoria that actually go straight to Halls Gap? No, they, we don't. So we're able to organise um, buses and trucks for everyone. So uh, you can we can pick you up from regional centres like Wangaratta or Ballarat if you live out in Greater uh, uh, Victoria. But um, we also do um, a bus service out of Southern Cross Station in, in Melbourne. So just turn up with your luggage and your bike and we'll do the rest for you. And when is it? I've got to ask that question. <laughs> uh, when, when is it? It's... Um, November 26th to December 4th. So the best way to remember it's the last weekend of November. Right. Okay. So and the good news is that it's a bit brighter at early in the morning. <laughs> it's daylight savings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. So it's, um, it's, it's virtually summer by the time we get started and um, we find that the weather is always pretty uh, pretty kind to us. There's usually a wet day. doesn't matter what time of year it is, but there's always a wet day in Melbourne. <laughs> but, um, but I guess the, the thing is too is that it's a remarkable time of year to be able to actually take a week and take a breath for yourself and go and ride through Victoria just before Christmas and all the craziness that comes along with all that. Um, it's, a, it's a pretty cool time of year to actually just take your, take your time, go for a pedal, as I say, enjoy a beer along the way as well or uh, our entertainment and um, really get to see the very best of Victoria. And make a hell of a lot of friends as well. Yeah, I was going to say that, Darren. It's, it just sounds like a a, um, a ride where you can where you can gather your group of friends together and and really go and 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 have a lot of fun. You know, you don't have to be an experienced bike rider. So you and with the entertainment every evening, it just sounds like something that you could say to three, four, maybe five of your friends. Let's do this ride and have a lot of fun. There's no pre-rex. We're gonna we're gonna enjoy ourselves. Yeah. 
It's exactly that. And and the people you meet along the way as well, like as you can imagine, it's all very communal living and communal eating and um, you, you get to know people as you're riding along, get chatting to people, stop and have lunch with someone. Um, we've seen people that have made friends for life on graphics, so you certainly don't need to bring all your friends along. I, I encourage you to, but um, without a doubt, if you, if you come along solo, you won't be lonely for long. Do you have many international visitors that, that participate, Darren? Yeah, 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 plenty. Um, we've had uh, one fellow who comes from Scotland every year who um, I've got to know wow. over the years. Uh, he's a lovely fellow and just he did it one year, I don't know, four or five years ago and just went, oh, you know what, this is worth coming back for every year. And um, plenty of people from uh, Singapore and around Asia, plenty of New Zealanders. Um, and, yeah, from time to time we get some very, very international people uh, from, from, you know, Europe or the United States who come over to participate. Um, do you, I have a question. Um, if you're afraid of commitment, maybe like I am a little bit, would it, can you only sign up for just a few stages of it, maybe the weekend yeah. of it as well? Yeah, look, and, and you're not the first person that kind of goes, oh, geez, that might be a little bit too much for me. week, right. So we do a three-day and a five-day. So you can oh, do nice the final one. three days, which which is arguably the best of the, mm-hmm. the ride Um which includes Great Ocean Road, Polo Bay, Lawn, Torquay, all through there, which is just amazing. Wow. Um, which is pretty much just the Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And it's, it's I think it's around about 200 kilometres over three days, which is, as I said, very, very achievable for any right. uh, anyone who, ha- who has basic fitness. You don't have to be super bike fit, um, just basic fitness. Um, and that's great. And it's, uh, and it's you know, half the price, uh, uh, three days of great riding, you get a taste for it and hopefully uh, say, you know what, I'd like a little bit more of that next year. Well, while everyone goes quickly to their lycra drawer of, <laughs> of their wardrobe, you're on Joy 94.9 and this is in the Escape Pod. Joy 94.9.
Joy 94.9. Hi, I'm in the skate pod with my two friends, Russ Masterton and Joy Pryor. I'm Corey Lynch, and that was The Unforgettable Fire by you two, who just announced their world tour again. I love you two. I love you too. Ka-ching, ka-ching, that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> I don't know, I think Bono's rather attractive, so we'll just leave it there, shall it we? Bono? Sings like a girl. <laughs> like a girl. He does. He sings like a girl. Which is a very huge compliment. It is a huge compliment, right. except that he's a bloke. Right. Only, only anyway. Now, it doesn't matter whether you sing like a girl. You no. Can, you can do the Vic you bike can, ride. You oh, that's true. Pedal, yeah. You can pedal transgender if you want to, I'm sure. Yeah. Cool. So we have Darren Allen with us from the, oh, I'm about to say the Great Victorian Bike Ride, the RACV great bike ride that goes from Halls Gap to um, the Great Ocean Road from the last week of November and finishes on my birthday, which is a great idea. But Sonia, uh, Sonia, (laughs) Corey, you've got me thinking of Sonia now. You had some questions to ask Darren about um, just how many people it takes to to make the ride happen and the volunteer oh, yeah. component. That's what I'm always concerned about, the prices and then the volunteer. We were looking up the prices and then it says volunteer roles. What are those? Yeah, so the organisation 40 years ago was formed by volunteers and uh, we've relied on volunteerism to, to host our events ever since. So can you believe we bring a staggering 350 volunteers who come along to give up their time, 9, nine 10, 11 days for some of these guys, wow. um, to, to do the operational part of the event? I mean, like, helping us set up... Can you imagine serving 5,000 meals in two hours? It takes an incredible team of volunteers to, to do that. There may not be any chefs left in Melbourne on that day. <laughs> uh, it's, That's it's, huge. It's, Staggering, and it's, it's incredible. The, the volunteers are the absolute lifeblood of, of the Great Vic. Um, so not only doing the food, uh, helping, as I say, with the entertainment, um, the, the services that happen along the ride, so getting those campsites set up, getting those pumps and water and getting rid of you know, 100,000 litres of dirty water every day because there's showers and toilets and... All sorts of things that we do along the way. So 350 volunteers come along with us. They're incredible. They're led by 20 or so team leaders who have been volunteering with us for probably at least 10 years each. Incredibly dedicated people um, who make the whole show happen, and it's extraordinary to watch. And then can Uh, I be a volunteer? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. It's open to everyone. Um, We're incredibly inclusive of Bicycle Network, so... Um, there, there's a there's a role that is you know suitable for everyone and anyone. Doesn't matter what your skills are, um, where you come from, language barriers. Doesn't matter. It's it's a huge uh, thing that we do at Bicycle Network to make sure that we're incredibly inclusive um, of all sorts of people. So, Corey, uh, you could announce all of the names of the towns that that they go through with your lovely accent. Oh, can I? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Melbourne. Dunkeld. Okay. Okay. Daddy, oh boy. Wonderful. Um, you're, standing, you're standing like a professional you. already at it. What about um, Halls Gap, Dunkeld, Mortlake, Twelve Apostles, Apollo Bay, Bell Bray, Queenscliff, and Geelong? 
All right. Well done. Wonderful. I know it's not Nailed Jingle. All of them. What an itinerary that Thank is, you. I tell you. Hey, listen, Darren, um, I know our community, and there's three things that they're going to ask um, ask about, is um, <clears throat> what sort of coffee are you going to be serving? What's the food going oh, to be good. like? Yeah, good. And at the end of each day, what sort of um, fine white wine are you going to be serving? So let us give us the drill on, on, on catering, please. Righto. Well, I can I can cover off all of those nice and easy. Coffee. There's never enough coffee. It pretty much comes down to that. We have heaps of coffee carts that come along with us, all the cafes along the way. But being a Melbourneite and being a person who loves riding bikes, there is never enough coffee. So we try our hardest, but uh, we have probably about five or six different coffee options uh, on the Great Vic. Um Food. Now, that's an interesting one. Now, we'll serve you up this beautifully nutritionally balanced, uh, lovely high-carb, high-protein meal. But, of course, there is always the option of uh, the, the local clubs and pubs. But one of the best things for any foodie this year is that we're going past the Royal Mail, um, which is obviously one of Victoria's finest dining uh, restaurants. Um, so you can, uh, you, can, you can go down to the Royal Mail and... Uh, uh, Enjoy a meal there. And white wine, oh, geez, you're stretching me here. I'm more <laughs> of a red wine or, or beer person. But what I can tell you is that we do have local wineries come to the Great Vic and we purchase all our beer wine nice. um, from local wineries so you get to taste the, uh, the local drop. Um, so how did I go? How did I go answering those three questions? Oh, you get three ticks from me. What about you, Joe? Are you happy with those answers? I want to know about packing. <laughs> Is it, I mean, do you take your bags on your back or what happens? No. Well, you can if you like, but what we do do every morning, there is uh, there's about eight or nine semi-trailers that the luggage is all loaded up onto. Um, so you just take whatever you need for the day. So a backpack normally does the job. Grab some fruit, veggies, uh, muesli bars, whatever it is you want out of the, the breakfast bar as well. Chuck them in your backpack um, and you can get riding uh, to the lunch site where you get fed again by us. Um, and all the way along, there's all this support. So there's a volunteer team who ride along who help if you're struggling uh, for a bit of moral support or if you need a bit of a mechanical fix on your bike if things aren't quite making the noises they should. Um those guys are able to help you out and then at the next campsite your bags and your tent and everything are dropped off for you to set up so you don't have to carry all your stuff but there's some people who choose to but you certainly don't have to. I, I like on the um, on the website on the packing section there's mention made of makeup wipes duct tape and a small <laughs> makeup mirror. That, that's probably, you know that that's Sounds cause like for a concern, but anyway. Sounds like a night out for me. Yeah. Well, it is, it's it's what's in your satchel, yeah. isn't it? Well, that, that for me would be an essential for every day, really. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, a, a, a roll of duct tape, a small mirror and, um, and, and some baby wipes um, pretty much should be, should be able to get you through any day, shouldn't it? Well, with, with, without a doubt, without a doubt. Um, oh, come on now. Russ, yes. there's got to be another question well, that we have to ask. What about just the price, specifically, what, what's the price range? Good question, Corey. Thank Darren. It's real rational. What are we up for price-wise? Sure. So from, from, a, from a price point of view, um, your plumbing's impeccable because if you sign up for the Great Vic, 
this weekend, um, you get the cheapest possible price, so oh. you get $100 off the regular ticket. If you, if you commit to it by, I think it's tomorrow night, 5 o'clock, but... Um, oh, it's the uh, same as Thai the... Airways. Oh, it's it's a line ball decision yeah. there, wow. Darren. It's Europe for eleven ninety nine with Thai Airways, or it's um, the early bird prize for the the bicycle ride. All right, Darren, I'm well, coming with you, and well, Joe's going with Thai Airways. Yeah. By the sounds of it, I, I think for, for two thousand dollars, you can do both. <laughs> There's a point. There you go, Cory. Thank you. you do both. So yeah. our, 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 our ride is around about a hundred dollars a day. Is what it adds up to. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I think the the nine day ride is about nine sixty five or something like that. I forget. I don't know off the top of my head, but it's just shy of a thousand dollars for the for the nine days. Um, the five day rides around about you know five or six hundred dollars for three day rider. Well, before everybody so. runs to the the ATM this afternoon, you're on Joy ninety four point nine in the Escape Pod. You can find more Joy casts and show blogs. Go to joy.org.au. New to Joy Podcast, The Informer chats with Victoria's Gender and Sexuality Commissioner Rowena Allen and look into the Globe Community Grants and Award nominations. Sonia the Squeamer chats to director Damien Power as part of the Melbourne International Film Festival 2016 on sci-fi and squeam. Broad discuss issues surrounding homelessness in Melbourne. After 140 shows, it's farewell for Jim, Steph, and James as they present their final episode of Is Nothing Sacred? And L.A. Spins brings you the latest Hollywood goss in this exclusive to Joy weekly, weekly installment. Joy podcasts where you want them, when you want them at joy.org.au and via iTunes. Share them with your Facebook followers today. Joy 94.9.
You're enjoying 94.9 in the Escape Pod with Russ Masters and Joe Pryor, Corey Lynch, and our special guest this afternoon, Darren Allen from the RACV Great Bike Ride. And that, of course, was some Duff Duff music, wasn't it, Russ? It was. What was it, Corey? 90, <laughs> 90s Duff Duff Duff. Uh, it's called The Last Train to Train Central by the KLF, apparently. Yep. Yeah. Mark, our, our other Escape Pod, Mark, will have loved that song. He will have liked that while it yes, is bopping will. away to his law books. He would have, yeah. Joe, unfortunately, is an 80s chick. 80s music. I think I took too much cocaine in the 90s to remember the dance music. (laughs) I do not remember That's right. We are allowed to say that here. (laughs) We can say anything here. Now, Darren, we have to ask you, we we, we chatted before the break about um, some, some packing, but what we really want to have from your good self are some travel tips. Now, it could be for the bike ride, but likewise, it, it could be for your other travels that, that you do. Is there the one thing that you won't leave home without? Oh, wow. Good question. So this is the travel uh, hack for the bike ride or perhaps your personal travel? Uh, look, I reckon it doesn't matter where I'm travelling, but the great this one, it definitely comes into its own. I really, really love my noise-cancelling headphones mm. because uh, I reckon... Are they safe uh, to have when you're travelling on the uh, bike ride? I, no, I wouldn't wear them when I'm on my bike, but what I do love is I love wearing them when I'm on the plane because I found yeah. that when I travel on the plane, the noise of the aircraft makes me so cranky. Yeah. It doesn't matter how long I'm on the plane for, even if I'm just going to Sydney. Mm-hmm. I get off at the airport and I'm really, really wound up. And I found that I got these noise-cancelling headphones. They're only a couple of hundred bucks. I know it's a lot for headphones, but I found that they calm me down so much when I when I'm on a plane. So if I've got to do a long haul flight, like you know, and it's an over sort of ten hours, they are absolutely without a doubt a godsend for me. So I would travel. Uh, I would probably uh, drop everything except for my noise cancelling headphones so I'm not so cranky when I turn up at the place that I'm really looking forward to getting to. That's Uh, getting a high five from everybody here in the studio. We agree. (laughs) Nobody wants a cranky Darren. (laughs) Uh, I I thought I just hated plane travel until my wife had this great idea and she said, you know what, I reckon it's just the noise that drives you nuts. And she was kind enough to buy these for me, and I have never, ever looked back. So if I'm ever going on a plane, that is without a doubt the first thing that goes in my bag. On the Great Vic, um, oh, geez, what do I take? I make sure that I take a nice pillow. That's always handy. Um, and that's about it, really. Um, on the Great Vic, I think I don't know if there is an essential, because cause the good thing is, I mean, it's a travelling village. So we have shops that come along with us. So there's um, um, ice cream, coffee, uh, there's bars on site, there's... Uh, so you can uh, travel well within the 20 kilo limit that you have? Oh, absolutely. So I, I pretty much just take my, my, my roll-up bed, my tent, um, a nice pillow and a doona, um, and uh, we're lucky enough along the way that I can stop and get plenty to eat and drink and all that sort of stuff. So you don't have to you don't have to bring all your camping gear. Like I'm not that kind of camper where you have to bring a gas oven and eat cans of beans. No way. Like that's <laughs> that's not the great thing. But hey, one thing, Joe, I did hear when you guys were talking before, and I reckon I've got the thing that's going to get you over the line on the great thing. I'm all on ears. Our final 
On our final night, we have an 80s cover band called 80s Enough. Okay. And it mm. absolutely goes off. And I did hear the guy saying before that you are an 80s fan. So maybe, maybe that might get you over the line. It could. I tell you, it would if we can make sure that Gibson can travel with me. So I've got at the moment, he's only five months and he's about 18 kilos. He's a chow chow puppy. <laughs> so by the time the bike ride comes along, he's going to be nearly fully grown. So we're going to have potentially a, you know, nearly 40 kilo smooth coat chow chow coming so <laughs> a lot of stops along the way a lot of I can see it now is he is he sitting in a trailer behind you or is he sitting in a basket oh, oh I can see that oh. bike too I, I can you, see that bike the oh, trailer that, behind what about those Dutch ones with the like the kids in the front maybe yeah. oh a cargo bike perfect yeah with with sponsored by go cycle so I've got the electric component we could get there that's and that, there's some great tips and I, I think um, I like the imagination that goes into the the bike ride. I mean, it, it's extraordinary planning to to make it happen, and it's something that is in the calendar of thousands of people, not just in in Victoria but around the world. So, and it's a tribute to the organisation that it's been going for so long because so many great events reach a peak and then they start to to peter out. Um, but the bike ride, obviously, each year reinvents itself and, and stays current. Yeah, and that's probably the best thing about it is that every year we uh, we have a look at what's likely to be popular, what, what needs to be changed, what needs to be kept, and we just, as you say, reinvent it every single year. And it just it, it, it keeps growing. Our, uh, we're finding that there's people who rode on it as school kids back in the 80s and now, you know, getting towards retirement and going, you know what, I'm going to come back on it. And they're amazed at how much of the spirit of it is still exactly the same, even though it looks completely different every time. So um, it's quite remarkable. And I, it's one of the most exciting things I do every year. So thank you for for recognising that you know it is unusual for something after 35 years to still be strong and relevant and um, important. But let alone, it's just, it's popular. Like, people love it. It's a, it's a really, really unique experience. And Darren, like nothing else I've ever discovered. Darren, most obvious question I've got to ask you this. You're on Joy FM, and this is obviously a, a GLBTQI-friendly um, um, uh, uh, event. Else? Anything else event. <laughs> um, so so our, um, our community is most welcome and, and participates every year. Is that correct? Absolutely. We, we have a... A pretty good slice of Australia that comes along on on the event. This isn't just bearded old men riding bikes or school kids riding around in circles. It's it's it really is a proper slice of of Australia. So we we see people from all sorts of different communities come along, um, and the acceptance and the inclusiveness is truly it is second to none. So we don't um, need a plebiscite. We're fine. No. We're all no. good. Now, Russ, it must be time for your rant. I know you got in early with Thai Airways. Yes. But come on, what's your rant? Look, I might skip the rant for this week. I've got one more question You're for Darren. You're going to skip the rant. He's yeah. in a great mood. No, no. I'm in a good mood. Nothing no. after Darren, all he's about never this. skipped a rant. This no, is amazing. No, I like Darren's just voice. One. I want Darren. I like, one. I like Darren's voice. I want Darren to keep talking. <laughs> Darren, I, I, our listeners need to know this. I'm going overseas, right? This is the scenario. And I'm taking sure. my bike. You must have done this before or you know of someone who's done it. What is involved in that process? It's, it's a travel show. We need to know. what. If, if I want to travel overseas with my bike, I want to take my bike. How do we go about that? 
Sure. Look, probably the best thing to do is um, get yourself a really good bike bag. I wouldn't just box it, you know, get a, get a cardboard box from the bike shop and just sort of box the bike up. I wouldn't do that. I'd get yourself a good bike bag, um, something that's really going to protect the bike because, like, obviously the last thing you want is to be able to turn up and see that, you know, a, a, a baggage handler or it just hasn't been looked after as well as you would hope and, and it's damaged. That would be the first thing I would say. Um, but I think the, the second thing is make sure you get a bike bag that is going to be accepted by all of your, um, all all carriers. Of your um, uh, all carriers as not oversized or you're not going to get stung, um, you know, all that extra baggage weight. Oh, so good tips. I reckon, yeah, so look, um, most bike bags that you can buy in Australia uh, would, um, would reach that criteria. I, I don't know of too many that wouldn't, but... Also, there's the weight side of it as well. So maybe spend a little bit extra on your on your bike bag so that it is strong but light. Um, Great so that tips. would be my advice. Darren, thank you so much. Stay with us on Joy 94.9. Thank you. The Escape Pod is about to set sail for another week, but we'll be back next Saturday at 2 p.m. Thanks to Joy sponsor, The Cullen, an art series hotel. Book now at artserieshotels.com.au. Come on, Eddie. Eddie, crack the body, darling. What is it, Pat? We are celebrating. What? Celebrating what, sweetie? Only the biggest bloody event of the year, and we're front row. <gasps> Stella, go to Westwood. What am I going to wear, darling? What? <laughs> For the perfect night out, get your friends together and book now for the hottest ticket in town. Absolutely fabulous, the movie. In cinemas now. You want to make Joy sponsor. You're on Joy 94.9 in the Escape Pod with Russ Masterton, Joe Pryor, Corey Lynch, and our special guest that we've had today is Mr. Darren Allen from the Bicycle Network, chatting about all things to do with how you need to participate in the great bike ride later this year. So, Darren, thank you for being our special guest. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. And uh, we hope that we'll be able to, we might chat with you before the bike ride begins and maybe post-bike ride just to find out what happened. That'd be wonderful. I'd love to. Thanks Excellent. for joining us, Darren. It was most informative, and I reckon we'll um, we'll get a few. Uh, I'm, I'm determined to get Joe out there to try this with Gibson and the um, tandem bike. It sounds awesome to me. <laughs> yeah, I can picture it now. I reckon it'll be amazing. You never know your luck in a big city. You're on Joy 94.9 in the Escape Pod. You can find more Joycasts and show blogs. Go to joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.